And we are live. The MMA Avengers have assembled. Fuck we, it. We'll do it live. We may not be able to save MMA. No way he's finishing damn it. Damn sure avenge it. Oh, wow. And just to let y'all know, Harry said he's in the lobby. Oh. That was good. Come on. I've been practicing that. Oh, thanks for the invite, motherfucker. Oh, man, Harry, you missed it. I mean, you know, I heard all of it. I've been sitting here with my dick in my hand the whole time. Oh, wow. Yes, thank you, Carrie. Thank, thank you, Carrie, for being the attentive one. <laughs> How is everybody doing on this, this fine Monday evening? Oh, yeah, Harry, doing good. How's that intro sound, then? Sounded lovely, Manimal. Lovely. Crushed How was your, uh, what did you guys go to the other night, Flex Fights? I'm still deaf. Flex was great. They they put on a hell of a show. Stereo Garden was a really cool <laughs> venue. Really really well done space. They do like a good job with the production and just making it feel like a like a big show. You know, make, making it feel like it's got some pageantry. It's got some personality. So yeah, shout out to uh, TJ Ragusa and then everybody over there at Flex Fight Series. They put on a hell of a show. Let let Ike and I run around and have some fun and uh. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, keep keep your eyes peeled for some more content with Flex yeah, coming down the right. pipe. Yeah, and hopefully they fucking hire us. That's right. <laughs> I thought you guys were on the payroll. Uh, From no. your mouth, Chris's fucking ears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not with my mouth. You should correct that. And Chris's fucking ears, because he could. T- I could tell you right now that would with the one hindrance, right here. I'm um, in the lobby, you schmucks. Oh, that's right. So Fedor fucking Emelianenko. Mm. <coughs> What's Sad. your favorite moment? I feel like Manimal was in the same arena with, or same backstage with Fedor at least once. Yeah. Um. At uh. Which Bellator? 185? Wasn't he there? I think he was backstage with either with the Bellator crew or Shlomenko, but you know how I feel about this shit with Fedor. They could have gave Fedor and Shogun could have had a retirement fight in Japan. Why can't guys (laughs) just appreciate and respect and honor a legend and let him go out with an epic fight? It's so fucking frustrating. Like, yep. Fedor has no right fighting for any title at this point in his career, and it's sad, you know, to see him get washed like that by Ryan Bader, who's, like, not exactly, like, the best guy, but at least he's a good guy. But still, they could have gave Fedor... And Bellator is the place you could have pulled the Chael Sonnen out of. Right. I mean, dude, you have you got, like, you got JDS out there. You got Josh Barnett out there. Like, Leo there are, Right. Like, there oh, are old legendary... Heavyweights. There are guys that you could have matched him with, where it would have been much more competitive and much more meaningful from a legacy standpoint. Like I don't, even if he did beat Bader and he became the Bellator heavyweight champ, does that really, like, you know what I mean? He's already the greatest heavyweight of all time. What difference does it make? And that's a long shot to beat Bader at this stage in his career, right? Bader really, to me, was is a one eighty five pounder in the modern era, probably. In the old era, he could be a, a great heavyweight, you know, especially juiced up in pride. Right. I mean, look at look at Hendo was a middleweight who fought Fedor at heavyweight. 
Yeah, exactly. So it's a different era. A different era when guys didn't cut as much. Heavyweight had a lot more leeway. But in the modern era, he would have been a middleweight. Frank Shamrock would have been a lightweight. <laughs> what? Shamrock could yeah. have made 55. He yeah, you're probably right. Fra- Frankie Edgar would have been a bantamweight. Which he did at the end of his career. But you know what? Why? Right. Hey, it makes it all the more impressive to me that he won a fucking belt at 155. Could you imagine yeah. today a guy Frankie size fighting at 155 at, at that level? Like, like winning a, a title? Right, Marab's but, right. Marab size, but Marab's at 135. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I would have probably fought 135 back in the day. Right. You know, but 55 was the lightest weight class. So 155 was as light as you could go until like, I don't know, 2008. Pretty much, unless it was WEC. But UFC didn't adopt even 155. The 155-pound title was a shit show for about a decade. For sure. Shout-out to Jens Polver. Big fan of what he's doing post-UFC uh, career. Oh, what's yeah, he doing? Pol- he I runs their Twitch channel, the UFC's <laughs> Twitch channel. That That's what funny. I was going to say. I know. Yeah. He like he hosts all of their like fight night streams and like watch alongs and shit. I mean, hey, it's it's a good gig. I think he has his own his own like streaming stuff that he does too. But I think his big gig is running the UFC uh, a Twitch account and doing their live streams. And he does a good job of it. I'm happy for him. I agree. I would have loved to have fought Jens Pulver. Like... <laughs> it probably would have been a competitive fight. That would have been a good fight. 2005. I. You know, but Joe Lazone, I wound up getting hurt. Joe Lazone got that fight. Whatever. It is what it is. Hey, what's up, Curtis? That's right. Live and in the flesh. Oh, we're live. We are live. Yep. From my. Oh, wait, we're live? Yeah, it's on that YouTube link you sent. <laughs> Let's see the dick guy. in the hand, Harry. Let's see the dick in the hand. That's Henry. Right. <laughs> Henry. I appreciate your brother. Go ahead, bro. Henry's one like, why aren't you passing his joint? I got you, Henry. He's... Henry's been a brown belt a long time. <laughs> Let's break down this Curtis Calhoun uh, profile. Uh, Kurt, Kurt, Curtis is good people. Good people. Met him a few years back covering PFL events. He's uh, he's always on the grind out here. I think he's with uh, my MMA news now. A few other sites. Uh, good, good folks. Definitely, definitely check out his work. I just What's want up, to know: Curtis? Did he crop out his? Is this like a? Uh, uh, is he a groomsman? Is there other groomsmen to the left and right? Did he crop out his <laughs> wife? Like, what's going What's on? It's a good picture. What's the headshot context? <laughs> Joe Biden's next to him. Just kidding, Curtis. <laughs> I love you, double speed. Right. Trump. He's next to Biden. Trump on one side. <laughs> Joe Biden on the other. It's like having God and the devil. You're like, oh, I don't really want to be associated. I, you know, this is kind of a lot here, guys. I'm just gonna. Curtis, <laughs> oh, right, thank you guys for sharing, got... subscribing, downloading everything. We are, we are growing. Believe it or not, we appreciate the love. Yes, oh, sir. I heard we got a we got a hell of a card this weekend. We got a hell of a card. Oh, can I just say I liked one fight from a couple fights from Bellator. Um, do you share, Johnny? I like that uh, Eblin. Eblin looks legit, man. You shut out Tokov that... like that. Yeah, I'm gonna try. Shut out his I'm gonna box tomorrow. He threw an overhand right. 
to a left hook to the body. And I was like, ooh, I was like, that was nice. And he caught that guy nice and kind of like stopped him in his tracks. And this then his wrestling was he like woke up on the right side of the bed. Like such a <laughs> likable guy. He's got a cool intro. He he boogies a lot. Like yeah. I just, ATT product, so, like it's like good Colby, good Jedi. He's like, I love Johnny Evelyn. I love you guys. I, love I have a question for you guys. Who would be the favorite right now in a fight between Alex Pereira and Johnny Evelyn? I don't know, but you know what I would love to see? Johnny Evelyn versus Bo Nickel. Yeah, that would be sick. But I'm just hypothetically, a hypothetical Bo champion versus, versus champion now. matchup. I feel like it's very hard to say that Alex would be a definitive favorite. Because of how good his wrestling is. Right, right. It's, I'm, I, yeah. it's, just a, it's a very bad stylistic matchup for Pereira. And a guy that's seasoned, not like right. a Bo Nickel who might not be a seasoned Eblin. You know, he's had big fights. That guy he fought is no slouch. No, to- Tokov's like 30 and 2, and he fought like killers over in Russia before he was in Belgium. And, and Russia is the Wild West. So those right. are, like, you might have an easy fight. But you might also have a fight with a guy that's like supposed to kill you, like literally. Right. You rack up if you rack up twenty five pro wins in Russia, it's fair to assume you probably fought some some good competition at some I mean, point. Every along dude's the way. on the juice. Right. Oh, did we if lose Ike? Oh, uh, Ike. Ike's the incredible disappearing man. <laughs> Everyone's using their invisibility powers tonight. He's got. I gotta, I gotta just put the pizza in the oven. No, that's not like the. Uh, that's not is like. Is that a euphemism? Uh, no, that, I was trying to. That's, that is not. Is that a, are you trying? <laughs> One second. So I like that Johnny Eblen fight. I thought he looked good, and I like the combos he was using. Um, Lorenz Larkin looked good. That, that elbow. Nice elbow. I I thought I didn't watch the UFC card. To be fair, I only saw the highlights of the UFC. Um, except for Black Beast fight, but that was, you know. I also fight. did not see much of the UFC fights live. I, I got, I got home from Flex and I was ready for bed. <laughs> uh, I watched the Bellator card and I thought it was entertaining. I, they had a lot of fights that were real good on paper. Real good on paper for sure. Uh, there was another fight that was good. Um, the first fight, the opening fight of the prelims. Why can't I remember this guy's name? Madsen? Is it Madsen? I don't know. Roshkov? No, I don't know. But the guy had... Oh, no. Ward? Oh, Brennan Ward. Oh, Brennan Ward and um, Sasaba Hamasi. Yes. Hamasi, yeah. Hamasi and Ward was a great scrap. Yeah. I like Brennan Ward a lot. Brennan Ward is fun. That's a great story. Yeah, great story. had a great style. Their fight was great. I remember I watched that fight. I was like, oh, this is, this is a good scrap. This is very entertaining. That's good matchmaking. That's two action fighters. Like, that's yeah, that's why the Bellat, why would you have Fedor in the main? Right. Event? Terrible like, matchmaking. You just had two great, no, but it's you could have put any main event there. Kimbo right. said they have Fedor. I don't, I don't think that, like, it's not like Bader as the B-side to this fight, even though he was the champion, was moving the needle. If Fedor against a fucking trash can would have sold this, like, you know what I mean? It would have done the same numbers, I feel like. I don't think Bader is, like, a, to a casual fan, I don't think Bader is really much of a household name at this point. No, definitely not. So um, it's like, unless it's going to be somebody who's like, you know what I mean, like, 
I don't know. I mean, obviously he's under contract with the UFC, UFC still, but like an Arlovsky or like a, yeah, like a JDS or like a retired Kane Velasquez, something like that. Like Ooh. the opponent, I don't think was going to make Kane a big difference. Kane would have been it. fucking awesome. I mean, yeah. that was the one that, the one that got away, Kane Fedor. And it, it, it's profitable. If they could throw 500,000 at Kane to come back, do you think he would take it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think he would take it against some 23 year old killer, but yeah, to fight a 48 year old Fedor, sure. Yeah, why not? Half and it would probably be a fair matchup. It would be a fair, like, athletic like matchup at this point in their in their yeah, respective careers. Everyone got damage. Right. It's Kane's sad. got dusted like knees, like his knees are just uh sand in his joints, and uh Fedor is Fedor. But I hope I hope that the retirement sticks. I don't need to see Fedor fight again. Me neither. He's far enough. He, he has. <laughs> he also seems to just like not give a shit anymore. You know? No, definitely not. Um, what do we got coming up? We got big stuff that has not been promoted. We- has the UFC ever done a worse job of promoting a double champ champ fight? So if Volkanovski wins this fight, he becomes a champ champ. Something that only like five guys or six guys have done, right? How many champ champs? Yeah. UFC has done no promotion. I see them fucking put slap fighting on, which also is insensitive as fuck, considering that Dana just slapped his wife. Like it's super, it's it's baffling to me, really, how you throw money into anything other than UFC. Well, guys, I agree. Don't need to. They don't need to throw any money into promoting. We all do it for them. Right. On a daily basis. On Twitter, on Instagram, on wherever we are, sharing their posters, sharing their fights, sharing, you know, past fights, fights that are coming up. Any everything we're doing, we're just promoting for the UFC. They literally, I personally saw a lack of promotion from them about I'd say ten years ago. Like Instagram and shit got really big. They didn't need to promote anywhere anymore. Everybody was doing it for them. Fair point. But right, but they they expect the fighters to promote the fights for them, but they're the fucking promoter. That's your job. Promote the fight. We're promoting the fights. Kerry's 100% right. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. We are. Everyone's promoting. (laughs) Did you guys, Brendan Fitzgerald, the UFC commentator, he goes, Well, does the NFL promote that the Super Bowl's next week? They they actually spend millions of dollars to do just that every single year. (laughs) And what's better than the Super Bowl? The Puppy Bowl? (laughs) (laughs) Puppy Bowl? Kit and a Halftime Show? Way better than the Super Bowl. I couldn't even tell you who's playing, but let me tell you. Team Rough and, (laughs) and Team Fluff. Team Rough and Team Fluff. They're looking good out here. All right, so uh, uh, the, the hamsters are in the booth commentating. You've seen the I practice got... tape? Huh? You've seen the practice tape? Oh, yeah, they got some some all-stars this year. I, I feel like the lingerie bowl has been uh, canceled. That's just Hey, me. what's up, Freddy? Dana could have gotten us UFC Fortnite skins but had to do full slap fight. That's right. That's absolutely right. Dana could have gotten us UFC, yeah, anything. I, I mean, I saw I saw somebody post this week. Um, they went through the UFC's Instagram over the last week. Nine posts about slap fighting. One post about two eighty four. 
where you have your number one versus number two pound for pound fighters. Like, what the, what are we doing here? What are we doing? We all need to go on strike officially and stop promoting. Yes, shit. Terry, you want to go on strike for the UFC? We, we I, don't promote UFC fights. I have no problem with that. The pro- you know what the problem is going to be? Nobody else is going to join us. It's just going to be. <laughs> no, what's the problem going to be? What are we going to do when steamroller fights? Well, we have mm. to put our friends. And that's everybody. That's Aljo. That's Marab. We got Nas in two weeks. Nas in two, right? Like, it's hard. You you either promote no one, One. or you got to just promote it. Well, I don't know. You'd have to do also the the unfortunate reality is that um, content about Bellator and PFL and all and one and all that stuff. While I love doing it. It doesn't get the same traffic. It does, just doesn't yeah. generate the same traffic. People don't get, click it. People don't give a shit. Black Beast, speaking of UFC, Black Beast, come to Brooklyn. Come, well, not really <laughs> Brooklyn. Come to Long Island. You come to Brooklyn, we could chill. We'll or probably go to Brooklyn first. So yeah, I feel Long like Island. he would prefer Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. No, Long Island ain't got flat. He can train with Zach and Dell. But no, come to Law. We'll get your jujitsu up. Come on, you can't be getting head and arm choked uh, with no defense. You got to at least have a little something. He, he's like top five, right? Is he still ranked? What is he? Still I top think five? he might not be at this point because he had he had lost two straight before this to Tuivasa and three fights kid, right? Yeah, now it's three because yeah, Pavlovich and Tuivasa both beat him. So I would I don't I don't think he was in the top five. Maybe he was like eight or nine or something. Yeah, and Dana said, "Don't worry, he'll give him another fight." So I'm sure he will get another. Though they're gonna they're gonna do to him exactly what they did to Junior Dos Santos, and they're gonna use him to build up young prospects. My my guess is he gets uh, Aspinall next. That would be my guess. They use him to build up young guys that they're high on that they want to kind of move into the uh, the conversation. Yeah, too bad. So, but Black Beast, fuck their plans. You know, although did he look worse training? He said he was training. Now he's like, Oh, I've been training hard. Now I give a shit. Is it better to not give a shit for him? Mm. Does he fight better not giving a fuck? And that's like his excuse. Like he goes out there and does whatever and does well because he's like, knows that if he doesn't do well, he could always be like, Yo, whatever. I didn't even train. You know, now that he trained, it's like, Oh fuck! Is it worse? I believe there's something to that. The Nate Diaz versus Connor. What was it? Uh, Bisbing versus Rockhold. They're just rolling out of bed and just fucking destroying your opponent. Yeah, sometimes you know you just loose then, but you have to be in shape. You can't come in like totally out of shape. But Bisbing, I don't think Bisbing just rolled out of bed. He said he was hitting pads on set. I think he was doing a a movie, but he said like he had so much more power because he wasn't like depleted. Smart. Yeah, yeah, that's a, uh, that's yeah. A real... You always got to take all that stuff with a grain of salt. I feel like you know, like well, well, the truth is probably somewhere in between. We'll never know the 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 real story. I would say he was definitely drinking within four weeks out. Like I think Pro- oh, probably. <laughs> I I've seen guys that needed to drink the day of the fight. Follow Gus. 
Paulo Costa. He said he had one glass to go to sleep and then he finished the bottle. What happens to yeah, the best of us. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. The night before your fight. <laughs> Forget about a regular night. Just like, oh, I couldn't go to sleep. I drank a bottle of wine. That's kind of excessive. All right. <laughs> That's excessive. Whatever Aljo did fight, in Abu Dhabi was the key. He looked fucking phenomenal against TJ. Yeah. Aljo. Aljo, phenomenal. I think he fought at like 7 a.m. there. Oh, speaking of Aljo, uh, speaking of Aljo, then you guys talk about Jake Fine. You see those two are down in Medellin, Colombia? Yeah. I thought Aljo's getting the same the same treatment Weidman got, right? Yeah, I think the stem cells. Yeah, I yeah. When you go out of the country, you can get the like the good shit, like the embryos. Yeah, because yeah, our medical system fucking embryos. sucks. What? <laughs> yeah, because our medical system is fucking garbage. Cause because I told you and I now I'm I'm disagreeing with what you had said previously a couple weeks ago. Regulation fucks everything up. <laughs> Not for McGregor. Well, because like even for medical shit, it's like, yo, does this shit work? If it works, people are gonna try it. Mm-hmm. And listen, it's no more dangerous if you make a decision. You're in a fucking adult. If if someone gets good results with it, that's up to them. This shit that you push that you say is good fucks people up. Fentanyl's FDA approved. Oxycontin, I remember that fucked me up, and that was they gave that to me. You know, dude, my sister could be like, "Yeah, my back sore." They're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> "My back sore." Yeah, that stuff was strong. Oxy is, is really strong. That's nothing that's to fuck strong. with. It's way stronger than this, and this shit's so now they're regulating the fuck out of it. Now I'm going the other way on it. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. why I just want to grow it. They regulate it, so then they can fuck with it. Yeah, then they fuck it up. Yeah. Then they regulate the shit out of it. Then they fuck it up. Like, we're going to make it legal, and then we're going to fucking, like, put all these, like, little provisions on it. Then I'm going to be paying $1,000 an ounce out here eventually. Stop. Then they, they busted our boy. Talk about persecuting minorities. They said this was supposed to help them. Now, instead of it being a minor drug offense, they made it a major drug offense. It's like, Robert, really? Does, does his name start with an S? No. We're oh. not going to stop on here, but we'll talk about that off camera. <laughs> <laughs> we don't name names. But, uh... No names. Over there today, actually. Nobody. 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 Got <laughs> Nobody. Fucking Spivak. Uh, and that's a throwback to Odysseus, you know, when he kills the site, when he blinds the Cyclops. I almost made out with my mother and thought of that movie last night. What? We like, we like miss kiss. Like we're both turning. And I was like, Obiatus or Opidus. Whoever wrote that. Odysseus or Oedipus? Oh, two different things. <laughs> is the oh. one that sleeps with his mother. Two different things. I thought you were being the John Attic. Israel, Adesonia, like you were doing the Oedipus. The phonetic pr- pronunciation. Do you yeah. need this to be clarified, or are you fucking with me? I'm not fucking with you. Oh. Hold on. 
and I want to think of a segment. I want to call it like scholarly John. Histories, mysteries. Histories, mysteries. And then like music, like uh, Oedipus. Beethoven plays for you. Oedipus (laughs) is the one that sleeps with his mother. That's why you have an Oedipal complex. That's the thing I was thinking when I had a semi. Odysseus (laughs) makes the Trojan horse and gets lost on the way back from Troy Trojan. for a decade before finally getting back home and killing all the suitors that were, you know, at his crib trying to marry his wife. I mean, the guy was gone for 20 years, to be fair. I was dead serious. Uh, I probably had, yeah. Wow. For 15 years, I, I believe one thing about that. But I had the opposite uh, understanding. No, Oedipus, so Oedipus, uh, his father's the king, and there's a prophecy that his son was going to kill him, right, and marry his mother. So he, you know, exposes him, but he doesn't die, right? He gets picked up. This is a very common trope, right? The baby that you think is going to die gets picked up, gets raised, winds up back uh, to to Thebes, uh, gets into a beef with the king. Kills the king, winds up back and uh, marries his mother. So trying to avoid your fate often brings about your fate in uh, in much mythologies. So that's why you gotta just go with it. Trying to avoid his fate, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna send this kid away." But that's what makes it happen. You doing that, you reacting to what fate told you. So it's always a, a tough line. If you knew your future, how would you act? I believe in that. Like, uh, my mother wants my, uh, no, my mother wants my uh, niece to do something active. And I said, like, oh, if you say something, it might change her trajectory. Maybe if you don't say anything, she'll naturally join a sport or something. Like, but like, in terms of like pushing away something that actually makes it come forth. yeah, yeah the opposite way. You don't know. To tie it all together, did you guys ever know there was a Colombian version, uh, a Medellin version of uh, the Homer word? Medellin version of what? They did a modern version of uh, Oedipus. Where oh, it's, no. like, it's like a guy who's like in a gang who wants to bang his mother. I will definitely find nice. that before. They showed us in high school. Do you have an Oedipal complex? Freud would have a field day with you right now. Bird <laughs> would have a field with you right now. I mean, my mom's definitely my best friend. Oh no, go ahead. We're, we're only the top 200 podcasts in the world. Wait, do you guys hear that? Yeah. At, yeah. You hear the phone? Very much oh, so. It's loud, yeah. Wait. <laughs> loud and it. clear. Like, don't act surprised. It's loud. Did you hear? Yeah, I'm more concerned that you didn't think we heard it. <laughs> this fucking thing. I tried to delete this. Like, my wife sees all my text messages. I know she goes through it on the desktop version. Carrie, you moved to the living room today, I see. What? Today you're broadcasting from the living room. Yes. Oh, yes. Today I'm off from my bed. You changed your oh. studio today. When I'm in my bed, I get too relaxed, and then I, like, almost fall asleep, so. Yeah, that's why I set up my office, and then Henry keeps me accountable. 
so I don't like you know get too wild, Henry. Like fucking sm- stop! I didn't even what I say. I'm just saying. Can oh, <laughs> you guys hear this? This is why I hate. This is why I told you I didn't want you to podcast with me. No, like you can't hear the classical music. I don't hear whatever you. If you're doing something now, I don't hear it. I feel like you're just trying to give me schizophrenia or something. I don't really know what you're doing here. Because I want to play like classical music for like John Scholarly. <laughs> Oh, um, speaking of scholarly, what's the undercard of this UFC? (laughs) (laughs) No, what's the co main? It was a good co main. I can't remember though. Uh, uh, Rodriguez Emmett. Yes, interim, interim featherweight. What do you guys belt. think for the main? The main. I mean, I like I like short kings. That's what I was going to bring it back to historically. Short <laughs> kings. That's Dude, what I was at gonna. the price. I just like uh, right now. I'm seeing Volk at plus three hundred. I've seen him as high as plus three twenty this week. Like you're getting. I I get that Islam is going to be much bigger. I get that Islam is a phenomenal wrestler. Like if it gets to the ground, it's going to be trouble. But you're giving me the pound for pound number one fighter in the world at over three to one. Gotta every time have to take it. That's one that I'll lose a hundred times out of hundred, and I'll be happy to lose it. You gotta take the bet. You have to. You have to. He's the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. And w- how many opportunities do you get to get a guy that good at a price like that? That's true because it's not like when Connor went up, he right. was the favorite over Alvarez. Right. This is all about value. Yeah. It's all about value. And, and Volk, Volk is absolutely Volk the value has, play. Volk has ways to win. Absolutely. I mean, listen, I think it's going to be one of those fights where almost similar to the second Nganu and Stipe fight where, um, you know, kind of those first like one or two grappling exchanges basically told us how the fight were going to go. You know what I mean? Stipe shot the first time he was able to get Francis down and keep him there. Second fight, he shoots. Francis sprawls hard, no takedown, and you get this sense in your head that's like, oh, that might be that. Like, this is a different fight now. Like, if Stipe can't get this to the ground, he's got nothing for him on the feet. And I don't think that that Islam can strike with Volk. I don't think he's that skilled or or, or talented on the feet, even if he is bigger. So I think we're going to learn. We're going to know what's going to happen in this fight after the first grappling exchange is genuinely what I think. Yeah. I could, that's a fair assessment. You know, can he, if Volk can scramble up, which a guy built like us should be able to do, yeah, he has great distance management, Volk. Right. And I mean, look at, look at like that tight ass guillotine he got out of with Ortega. Like he's slippery. He's got good defensive grappling. Like, and Ortega's has big, is big. Ortega, find a picture of Ortega next to Islam. I bet they're close in size. Probably close, yeah. Ortega's definitely a big ass featherweight. Ortega's a, a big ass featherweight, and even fluffy though, featherweight though compared to Islam, fluffy featherweight though. And even though Volk is my height, he's fucking thick. That yeah. dude is solid. Like, I mean, I can see his style can be as a grappler. It's definitely problematic for guys, even if they're a little bigger, to grappler, to grapple the smaller guy. <coughs> Jacked. Like if you're strong and small, 
you can frustrate a guy by getting kind of like underneath him. It's like uh, fighting, you know, like a spider or some shit. It's like crawling around you, right? And and it's hard to get. I know. It's like, terrible. <laughs> that's Car- Kerry. Uh, one of Kerry's training partners calls her spider bitch. <laughs> get off me, spider bitch. <laughs> An endangered species. <laughs> the spider bitch. You can find her on the mats. Mm-hmm. Yo, Sarah's flooded the other day. I oh, this is that. that. <laughs> I miss being there. <laughs> yeah. I are they open tomorrow? If not, we, we'll go. Uh, we'll just train at Dan's more. That's what I was thinking. If not, we'll go to race. I was gonna say you're cutting off uh, a lot of drug addicts. Drug. <laughs> train. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess Tuesday no gi at law tomorrow is gonna be a lot busier than normal. I'm animal. <laughs> Oh my god! I've been having 23, 24 guys at my Tuesday night class. There you go. A little promotion goes a long way. Let me tell you. Yeah, hell yeah. Right, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, sir. What I promote the podcast too. <laughs> I was talking about. Me up a little quicker, and we'll what the joint looks good. I got another one on the back burner. Why I was holding it was like. That's right, Terry. What you say, Carrie? You were looking for the joint, and you found that it was in your hand. I was just laughing at the way I was holding it in my hand. I was like, "Like your French?" The little filters on them—they're fucking cool. The lenses. So what? What else are we looking forward to on this card this weekend? I am. I am looking forward to seeing Jack Della Maddalena. Very high on that kid. He seems very, very talented. Very, very fun. Although, also, minus 315 over Randy Brown, plus 260. That's a wide line, and it's a big step up in competition. What's Randy Brown? Plus 260. Randy, oh. He's he's a New Yorker. He trains with uh, one of my training partners from my first lifetime. Matt Cully. Huh? Matt Cully. Matt Cully, I know. And then Nardu, his, like, main trainer. Me and him used to train together my first career from like 2000 to like 2008. Hmm. That should be a really good fight. Because I turned pro in 2003. Me and Philip, uh, this is even old school for you, Felipe. Yeah, that's even old school for you guys. But we turned pro on the same card. Me, him, Jay Haran. We got a good Jay Haran story last podcast. Yeah. Jay Harana had some good ones. Did I tell you when he uh, back suplexed the coach from NYU? No. <laughs> so uh, we're at Henzo's, and wrestling in the city isn't that great. It was kind of new, right? So at Henzo's in, like, let's say 2004, 2003, 2004, everyone's wrestling sucked. They were jiu guys. They had no wrestling. Like, they had a little wrestling. So they would bring in the wrestling coaches. So they bring in the wrestling coach from NYU, this guy Mario. And Mario was pretty good. He was like, a, you know, state champ and all this shit. And big, fucking 6'4", 240, a brick shit house. And uh, he's teaching the wrestling class. So we're at the wrestling class, and we're all wrestling, doing the drills. And uh, Jay's dead. Me and Jay Haran are just drilling. And he doesn't know who Jay is. Jay is one of the best wrestlers I ever trained with. 
and Mario's like, oh, like do the move like this. And Jay's like, all right, boom, does the move, whatever. And then after we live train and they're going hard, Jay and uh, and this guy Mario. And Jay's like a buck 70, maybe a buck 85. It's off season, right? Buck 85. And he fucking grabs him tight waist, gets his back, five points, boom, back suplexes him hard. The fucking guy Mario just gets up, takes his fucking shirt off, and walks in the dressing room and leaves. That was it. He was like a fucking the best. Jay Aron was a fucking monster, dude. Let me tell you. <laughs> that fucking kid could wrestle. He could take down a fire hydrant. He could take down a fire hydrant. Who else are you excited about on the card, Harry? Ah. Uh... That's a good question. I mean, th- those are definitely the the ones I'm very excited for. I uh, I do want to see uh, Melsic Bogdasari and the kid who Dennis fought on Contender Series a couple of years ago. He uh, he's he's been pretty good. He's two and zero in the UFC so far. He's got a tough fight against uh, Josh Kulabau. That should be a good one. Uh, I like Cledson Rodriguez, that flyweight off Contender Series. He's finally making his uh, debut. He beat the shit out of um Santo Curatalo, the the CFFC flyweight champ before Pumi. Ah. Uh... Always love me some some Loma look booing me. Mom's calling in. Yeah. Hey, mom. That's right. That's you already right. know, Bretty. At least someone's mom cares. My mom. Yeah. Knows. Back off, Bretty. She's mine. <laughs> but uh, Loma. yeah, man. I, I think that's about it. I mean, J- Jimmy Crute coming back for the first time since his leg yeah. exploded. Hold on. Can I stop us for a second? Yes. Can I tell one more Jaron story real quick? Do Please we have do. a question? Okay, so listen. Uh, I'm from Brooklyn, so I didn't start driving until I was, let's say, 21, 20, 20. I think I started driving in college. So maybe I was like 20 when I got my first car, right? And uh, Jay didn't have a license at this time for whatever reason. And he was like, can you give me a ride? We were going to Gleason's at the time, just a box. So we would go to downtown Brooklyn to Gleason's for about three, four years. But this day I have to go pick him up and drive. And I was like, listen, Jay, I just started driving. I'm a terrible driver. Swear to God. Like, listen, if you want, you might be better off taking the Long Island Railroad. But I'm going to go. He's like, no, no, how bad can it be? He thought I was joking, but I wasn't joking. So I pick him up. We're in Brooklyn. I fucking make a right turn, and there's a car right next to me, and I scrape this car into the next street. Fuck. Guy gets out. He's like, what the fuck? I was like, you see, I was making a right turn. He's like, uh. I was like, are you okay? Boom, everything was all right. And Jay's like, what the fuck, dude? You're just like, I was like, I told you, listen. (laughs) You know, just started driving, ironing it out out here. So I wind up on the side of the road with this guy. And I was like, his call was a piece of shit. I was like, yo, what do you want? Like, I'll give you something right now. Fucking call it a day. We got to get where we got to go. You know what I want, big boy. What? (laughs) He said, you know what I want, big boy. So I gave him 800 bucks. Fucking called it a day. And we got the Gleason's. We spawned. We trained. And I drove him back to Long Island. God bless whoever you sparred that day. Huh? God bless whoever you sparred that day. Why? (laughs) <laughs> came and fucking fired up. <laughs> fired up. I don't remember training that day, but we made it there, trained, 
boom. Oh, you know what I do? I don't remember training, but you know what I remember? There was a juice spot that had just opened up, and they had a carrot juice. That was, that was really You know, you're, you're filling the stereotype that city people can't drive because they just take subways. <laughs> oh, now I'm better, but now I'm crazy reckless. It is true. You got Like, to Long Islanders. Long Islanders might think I'm driving a little nuts. Dude, right, everybody's Aaron? texting. Everybody's texting now. Yeah. I try not to do it when I'm driving my kid. I feel like that's crossing the line. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have a there's gotta be some somewhere where you draw the line. This is true. Traffic tickets. Anybody get the camera tickets? Welcome to Long Island, Animal. Have you gotten your red light oh, camera? New York yeah, is that like sucks. A, New York has a sp- the speeding ones everywhere. You like can't go thirty miles an hour, but if you try to go the speed limit, you're gonna cause an accident. Mm. You know, like you got to keep up with traffic. Sometimes it's stupid. It's like twenty five miles an hour in New York. Twenty five miles an hour is pretty slow. Yeah. Oh, Carrie, have you ever lit, lit lit into a cop when you're pulled over? Like I can feel like you you're very uh what would be the word? Vocal. But like not disrespectful. Me? Like yeah, like you would be stern. <laughs> Ma'am, license and registration. Are you fucking kidding me? Ma'am. <laughs> No, usually, I mean, like, once, once when the cops pulled me over, and it was weirdest. It was, it was so bizarre. I'm driving home from, I think, my friend's house, who's a reverend, and all of a sudden, I get pulled over, and I'm on. Uh, they pull me over on Pulaski Road. I'm like, whatever. So I pull over, and there's a cop in front of me, and then a cop comes behind me. So then I'm sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Like, what is even going on? So the cop's on. I look, and he's at my window. And then all of a sudden, somebody says something. I look, and there's a guy at the other window. I'm like, what did I do? And they're like, I forget what it was. My my, my taillights were out, but I was driving through a bad neighborhood. I'm like, listen. I'm like, y'all don't need to do this. This is just a little bit much. Like, can, can one of you talk to me? Because you're freaking me out. She's resisting. She's resisting. I was so mad. I'm like, this is unnecessary. And then meanwhile, like I've been pulled over. This is like back in the day, like literally just having smoked a joint, probably dropped half of it. Cause I remember that time I was freaking out. Cop didn't say a fucking word about it. They were in there with the flashlight. Not a word. He was like, oh, she was really high. <laughs> it is what it is. They thought Kerry was running drugs. Yeah, I used to get questions about that shit all the time. Oddly enough, because I I didn't care where I hang out. All my friends. Were you sober at this time? No, no. No. I, I mean, I was never pulled over for drinking and driving. So you know, there's that. But um, I I was never really sober even when I was younger. I get nervous going. Or I did get nervous going high to my friends who are cops' houses. Like they, they'll be like, "Hey, bud, what's up? What's up, bud?" And you're just like, "This is what the deal is." The funniest is jujitsu. I go in there. I we read 
We smells like we, we go in there having just smoked. <laughs> we don't even care. That's the right <laughs> spot, though. That's like, it's like part of the ceremony. It plays there. I'm enjoying it. I can I, see that. I don't have to train on a night. I'm okay with being high, but I don't want to like do like hard cage work or get punched in the face when I'm high. That sounds less fun. Yeah, although tomorrow I do want to box, but I'm probably not going to get high before it. But jujitsu <laughs> in the afternoon, I'll box at night, teach my class. Harry, when are you making your return? I, I was at the gym last week, but I, uh, I'm thinking I'll probably come Wednesday this week, kickboxing Wednesday yeah. night. I appreciate you coming tomorrow night to my jujitsu class. I would come to your jujitsu class tomorrow night, but I uh, will be in I, the city I getting dinner with my girl. lovely girlfriend. Are there any MMA stories like Doc Ellis throwing a no-hitter on LSD? That's a great question, Brady. None that, or, well, there is yes. the time John Jones was doing blow like the night before his title fight with DC. Uh, I have an old-school one. Do you remember the fight of Nino Shembri? Good old Nino Shembri. <laughs> Who could forget Nino Shembri? Yeah, do you remember that guy? The name sounds like vaguely familiar, but once they say he was tripping on acid and he was doing some weird shit in the yeah. fight. Well, you know, I guess, Brady, come to think of it, there's uh fucking Nate Diaz lost the Takanori Gomi win because they tested his piss and they said that his THC levels were so high when they tested him that he had to have been high in the ring during the fight. He's so that Gomi win got turned to a no contest. That's the closest I could think of, I guess. He probably was. Nate, like, literally smoking a joint in the locker room before getting into the pride ring at fucking Saitama. I think that's great. No, no, no. Back that up. What'd you just say? What? Getting the pride win where? Getting in the pride ring at Saitama. Ah, let's back this up. Wasn't that fight in America? Isn't that why the athletic commission was involved and he got tested? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're I, probably I'm right. wrong about you're this. Right, you're I think right. my MMA history is correct on this. You're right. You're right. You're right. Right? My MMA history is correct on this. Right. I just, you Japan, know, my brain just my brain just goes pride Saitama Super Arena. That's how in it Japan, works. Japan, this would never have happened. Yeah, weed's real illegal there. It's real illegal. That's the problem. Good point. Good call, Manimal. Good catch. Good catch. We just... keep each other honest. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be a dick about it. Yeah, you fucking Was scumbag. I... <laughs> this is great. I'm gonna. I'm doing into my it. best to not be a dick, actually. So this I'm is lean into it. when you smoke. I feel like you're hyper alert. So it's like, yeah. No, they they definitely don't fuck around yeah, with that much, shit over there. You're gonna this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. I, I feel yeah. like that about that about. Oh, the only thing we haven't touched on is uh the the new tough they just announced. Connor, Connor, you motherfuckers are watching. Don't tell me you're not. I've been I'm watching. Watch. I've been, um, hand up, bro. I mean, listen. I'm a hundred times more interested in watching that than I am in watching fucking Nunez and Pena, coach. I'll tell you that much. I agree with that. I agree with it. At the very least, it'll be. Like, it'll be entertaining, right? It'll be entertaining. The, they are two showmen. Might tune in here and there. I think and Connor I gets to... smoked when they actually fight, but that's another story. I, we we were said, oh, you liked that I said that because I definitely think that uh, um, Connor's gonna lose big time in that fight. I think Chandler 
just melts yep. him, like absolutely melts him. Yep, agreed. You might, but it's and a I, fair matchup. It is. I do have from so from a source. Kana can win that fight. He can, of course, he can. He's always going to have a puncher's chance. That he's always going to have that left hand. But I don't know. One of these, you. one of these guys has spent the last like two years fighting the best fighters in the world. Yep. And, you know, even though not all of them have gone Chandler's way, he's been competitive with Poirier and Gaethje. Like, that that to me alone tells me that he, right now, is better than Conor McGregor is after the two Dustin fights. I mean, they both lost Dustin. Sure, they both lost, but I think... I think I mean, Conor's I think, first... Uh, well, I guess his first fight at lightweight against Dustin. I thought he was doing good in that fight. I guess he he had he had a couple of moments, but I, I overall I think Chandler was a lot more competitive with with higher level talent than Connor has been of late. Yeah, Connor, does, the Connor doesn't have a good win since like 2015. Like the the ghost of Cowboy at one seventy. I don't even know how the guy win. can train at all. It must be so hard to train when you have a half a billion dollars. Right, and and dude, he's in movies now. He's fucking shooting stuff. Like I I just don't think he cares anymore. Whereas Chandler is still like. But- He's still in the sport, fighting the best of the best, getting better, having good training camps, putting on good fights. Like, I mean, I, I said the same thing when Connor came back to fight Dustin, that Connor had been on a long layoff, hadn't done anything, while Dustin had been only getting better, fighting the best of the best in the division and ascending his way up. Like, one guy got better, one guy stagnated. I don't think this will be any different. Yeah, and who's Not making fucking good points. <laughs> like, who's Connor's camp? Dylan Dennis? Right, like is it still fucking Kavanaugh? Like I don't know, man. The legal team. Yeah, or no? I know he's got that like McGregor fast gym, but like, right, it's his gym. Like I don't think he has actual like good coaches around him. You cannot. Train Bunch of people tell him, Connor, you're doing great. Connor, you're doing great. While they're right, like, you can't. I'm serious. Like to train for a fight, you really can't train at your gym because at your gym, it's your gym. No one's gonna like. Right, nobody's gonna call. Nobody like, better you. than you, Connor. Nobody better you than can you. Train hard. <laughs> I'm not oh, saying you can't train hard at your gym, but you. Right. It's you're gonna, not gonna oh, get challenged but, the same way. I'm not saying you can't, but it's gonna be pretty difficult unless you're the kind of guy who's like disciplined enough to call in guys to have private sessions where you spar and like. Maybe like a Glover or some shit like that, but even then, you probably go somewhere else, and you'd rather be where you don't have to handle it. Right. Like at your gym too, if someone walks in, you kind of got to handle it, right? Or if you're like training bleeds over into like a class time, unless you just have your own gym set up where you bring guys in, it's probably really tough to train at your gym, right? You see, like. When someone comes in the gym, you don't see Ray Longo training for a fight in his gym. Even Matt would go to Ray's to train. He would train. You do some work at your gym, but it's good to get away two days a week, three days a week, spa. It doesn't matter. And then you go run your spot. Just another reason why I'm picking Chandler. And I think we're two years out from Jake Paul Connor. Jesus. Maybe. How far are we out from me doing something? <laughs> far <laughs> out. Over King. Far out. That guy would never fight Animal. me. There's no upside to that guy. 
I might have something for you, Manimal. If you want to fight MMA again, I might have something for you. What? We'll we'll talk off air. Have you heard of flex fights? No, not flex What's that? What is that? (laughs) They're up and coming promotion looking for guys with good social followings. Wait, what did Harry? Would you respond? We'll match you competitively. You ready to fight? Fucking in a coliseum known as Stereo Garden, Patchogue, yeah. New York. You fucking no, ready? Not that. <laughs> right on your Trojan horse. Not that. Not that. Not flex. That's no, no, no. Bro, I could totally see you on the main card. <laughs> no, it's uh. It's, uh, uh listen, I'm not knocking what they do, but um, whatever. I like to hear what Harry does. <laughs> We'll talk. Hit, we'll talk. Hit me up when we get off, cause yeah, we'll talk. Me hanging. Um, but yeah, I mean, right now I'm doing a lot of jujitsu, so getting ready for. Uh, well, I'd like to do something before Worlds, but by the time my black belt registration thing comes through, it's going to be uh, Worlds 2024. No, I'm just kidding. There's also Masters World September, so I'll definitely do that. But I want to do something before. So we gotta get Harry to fight Robbie from Barstool. Here's their <laughs> MMA. I would I would beat the brakes off of that kid for the reason. Oh, I heard a challenge. You know what? Why don't we put our own card together at this rate? Before anyone <laughs> pull out? I'd love to. Get Manimal versus Liver King. Carry who Harry do you versus... Who would carry versus? Megan O'Levy. I don't know who's my size. Megan O'Levy would bite it. You could tell she's a biter. She'd be like, "Fuck <laughs> 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 You talked about my man. <laughs> Karen Bryant. Who do you want, Carrie? Uh, I don't know. No, I'd have to give that some thought. I mean, my, Megan Anderson. Part. What? Megan, Megan Anderson ties one arm behind her back. I'd have to like climb up her legs. Try to climb. <laughs> that girl's big. That's a big girl. Not, not in a bad way. She's just tall. She's like six foot legit. She could give all four of us a run. Like if we had to come at her at the same time. <laughs> oh no, I'm so much better skilled. Come on. Don't well, put me would, in that category. We would have to like talk about our own job and then Manimal jumps on her back. We're like... She no, would look real finish her. Don't, don't finish yourself. Finish Listen, her. When I put her on her back, she we're all the same size. <laughs> That's a great saying. We're all the same size laying down. Yeah, isn't that the premise of jujitsu? <laughs> uh, plus, I'm dense. <laughs> you got girth. Uh, she, is, I mean, but she's big because she's bigger than like. Doesn't Diana fight at 145? And she's way... pussies on camera. What? Oh, my God. Oh, Soldier. What's up, Soldier? We got Harry's dick in his hand. (laughs) Henry is... uh, He's looking... saluting a Hitler salute. And Carrie's pussies on camera. Carrie's pussies on camera. He's only one, though. He's like... Why is Henry doing the Hitler salute? <laughs> Guys, I'm exhausted. I feel that. Like, my brain is melted. I don't think I've recovered from Flex yet. Yeah, Shout out to Flex. You got to get your constitution up. 
Huh? We got to get your constitution up. What does that mean? Oh, fuck. You guys don't play D&D. Dungeons and Dragons. Constitution <laughs> is like how robust your health and, and vitality is. Oh, yeah. Bad. Bad. So Mine's bad. That's like <laughs> what contributes to like how many hit points someone has, how durable they are, I how see, I see. they are to fatigue and disease. I uh, see. So we got to get you caught up. I'm looking at my character sheet right now. You know, so I visualize 20th level Manimal. Hold on. Before you go, you want to see my insanity? I just put this up. I have a a character sheet. That's right, Freddy. What do you got there, Manimal? You see this? This is a Dungeons and Dragons character sheet. (laughs) Of me. My cat, Manimal. (laughs) So this way I keep it on hand. So then I can fight off you know, me with a bunch of different types of adversaries. Yeah. I see. Yeah. So like if you if I have to fight someone, I can make their character and then I can fight them in the game mechanics with my character, you know, an infinite amount of times. <laughs> see how it plays out. The problem is when they always beat you, then that sucks. You're like, fuck, this is gonna be a tough fight. Always unfortunate. Pokemon. Uh, it's like Pokemon, yeah, I guess. I still play video games. Yeah, it's but it, in uh, Dungeons & Dragons, the game mechanics are done by dice. In a video game, the game mechanics, the computer just generates it. So we had a fellow Pod Forbid host trying to get on the stream. Shout-outs to Justin. He's a <laughs> uh, former D1 wrestler. He's got something to say about jujitsu. <laughs> What's that? Pick, pick your punches right, Justin. Pick your punches right. Hey. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of uh, vitality and uh, getting my HP up, I do think I might have to go eat dinner before I, I pass away at this point. You are master of Segway. <laughs> That's right. That's right. King of the Segway, baby. That's how listen, you broadcast. Listen, Harry, do what you got to do. I'm not your coach. Whatever. <laughs> You guys kicked me into high gear. The studio is moving along. Thinking yeah. maybe once a month in person. Yeah. Once a week would be too much. Oh yeah. Maybe Where? like for example, like for this week. By you, Harry. Or by Ike. By Ike, I think. By Ike. Harry just shit himself. He's like, "What?" Go <laughs> <laughs> to my house. Yeah. Harry, I'm hey, outside right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People come here. Harry, I'm behind you. <laughs> turn around yeah turn around that's what my mom and I in your yard. Uh, all right friends always a pleasure oh i'll get Enjoy you guys i'm gonna post under this the link to the uh colombian epidus yes yes <laughs> we're gonna talk shit about you for all five right. minutes yeah before we log off love you Enjoy guys everybody bye-bye <laughs> disassembled disassembled